Welcome to the Tradition Podcast. This is an audio editor's note with Jeffrey Sachs, introducing the journal's forthcoming winter 2024 issue and its special section of content on the events of October 7th and Israel's war in Gaza. Visit www.traditiononline.org for select content, our open access archives, including our recent summer issue on 50 years since the Yom Kippur War, now tragically timely in ways we had not anticipated, and to subscribe to our print journal. Now, here's our editor, Jeffrey Sachs, with his column, The Abnormal Matzav. At this moment, over three months into the war, the initial shock, horror, and trauma have in no way abated, and all thoughts are on the Matzav. In the three decades I have lived in Israel, it seems there has never been a period without a matzav, a situation. While some episodes stand out, memory blurs and blends others into an ongoing situation, until the point that one might be forgiven for thinking that reality is all one long matzav. But this time is different, not just in scale and scope, but in type. How that is, I will not attempt to analyze here and now. Tradition is not a platform for political commentary or analysis. We are also not well suited to respond in real time to unfolding events. But neither can we continue to produce or publish our normal offerings of scholarship and Orthodox Jewish thought as if these were normal days. In time, Thoughtful thinkers will produce the type of long-form, intelligent writing about the meaning of our current moment. But before the war has even been named, it is too early to imagine what such writers will say. Will we call it the Simchat Torah War? I hope not. Our readers understand that scholarship ferments over long periods of time. We are, after all, not a blog. Nevertheless, breaking from our normal template, we have prefaced the contents of our long-planned winter issue with a number of short, reflective pieces on the war. Some were solicited, others came in over the transom. All are deeply personal and offer insights that we thought likely to endure and are therefore deserving of publication in print. They will stimulate your own thinking now, as we are still immersed in the fog, and will in future happier days, we hope, prove to be artifacts which document how our intellectual leadership marshaled Orthodox Jewish thought in the face of unimaginably traumatic yet historic events. In addition, drawing on their vast erudition, we are grateful that Rabbis J. David Bleich, writing in his Review of Contemporary Halachic Literature column, and Daniel Z. Feldman have researched, written, and offered original scholarship on an array of halachic challenges sitting at the intersection of Jewish sovereignty, war ethics, hostage negotiations, and national morale and morality. That these essays were penned with such rigor, but on such short deadline, is a testament to these two gentlemen and to our halachic tradition, which, when stressed, by the often brutal realities of life on a national scale, responds heroically, with precision, and with integrity. Six months ago, 
Tradition published its summer 2023 issue, featuring a special section commemorating the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. So many parallels between then and now have already been drawn since the outbreak of this, our Yom Tov War, a euphemism if ever there was one, that you scarcely need me to point them out. Revisiting the insights of those essays, all of which had been written months earlier, none of which could have imagined October 7th and what we're currently experiencing, if viewed through the lens of this season, will offer much on which to reflect. Toward that goal, we have made the entire content of that symposium open access at traditiononline.org. In planning that issue, we naively thought our authors were excavating near-ancient history. After all, it was a half-century ago. Now we are reminded that past is tragically prologue. During these many sleepless nights, one thought recurs among many. As is often the case in Israel, particularly, and the Jewish world in general, we have all been heartened by signs of Jewish unity at this unprecedented moment. As a journal serving readers who take their religious Zionism seriously, we could not go unaffected by scenes of treif Tel Aviv eateries cushering their kitchens to cater to Chayalim, or by stories of bareheaded, tattooed soldiers requesting tzitzit of all things, the so-called best armor. From the other direction, I was literally moved to tears by Haredi Jungerman handing out Israeli flags at a Jerusalem intersection, and by reports of some of their yeshiva chavruses volunteering to draft. The fact is, this show of achdut, simple Jewish unity, comes about following a period of extended and bitter national strife and division here in Israel. Some with greater prophetic insight than I might claim that machloket around the judicial reform was the very cause of our troubles. Remember, just one day before the attack, we were arguing about a machitza in Tel Aviv. The irony of that particular symbol of division should be lost on no one. And yet, if achdut means only that those on my right and those on my left, who yesterday disagreed with me and behaved differently than I do, that they now align themselves with my positions and practices, what kind of unity is that? In what manner should members of our own community be open to a realignment in ourselves for the sake of enduring Jewish unity? Religious Zionism was once a unifying force in the state of Israel and in the Jewish world, or at least it aspired to be so. Perhaps returning to and reinforcing those values, a way to bind the nation's wounds as we care for its widows and orphans and those who bore the battle, will be a challenge our community will meet following our current very abnormal matzav.